Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about making a great day instead of having a great day. Have you heard that so many times where someone tells you or you tell somebody else, I hope you have a great day or have a great day. And there's actually something we need to tell ourselves a lot more is make the day great because it puts that power on your shoulders. So what making a great day means is that you're responsible for making it happen through your proactive contribution, that you're making things happen, that it's based on your attitude and actions. But what having a great day implies is hoping the day will be enjoyable. Hope being that key word, meaning wanting something to happen or waiting for things to happen. I can hope that the weather will be clear tomorrow so that outdoor party I plan to have can be enjoyed by everybody. Me hoping for this has no effect on the weather, that I'm relying on things out of my control that's going to dictate how I feel and experience the day. Is that what we want to base our day and even our lives of hoping things go a certain way, leaving things to chance. Stating this, what might seem like a helpful phrase, is actually removing that power we all have. It is expecting that things are going to come together because someone else or something says so. And if it doesn't, it's because the forces dictated it. That the work and preparation are not what makes the difference. What this leads to is less belief in ourselves that makes us hesitant where our full effort is not put forth. Almost as if we're at the mercy of others so they can clear the path for us. When you decide to make a great day, you do the things within your control, in your power to give yourself the ability for that great day to happen. It is not something that is expected alone but something you positioned yourself for. There's still the possibility that the day does not turn out well, but you're setting yourself up for future better days. The thing about making a great day is you have less energy to focus on the expectation of it because you're too tired from actually doing things about it. We all could sit and worry about what could happen in the future, such as where we're going to be health-wise, or financially. Instead, we could channel that worry to energy in what we can do to be better now and going forward so those concerns are laid to rest. When you do everything you can for a certain objective, you gain a greater sense of peace with whatever happens. It still is going to hurt if you come up short of what you're working towards, but you can better see all those things that were enjoyed along the way. So, If you did not have a great day, even though you worked to make it happen, remind yourself, it is not a lost cause. Just because others were in a bad mood or lousy things happen does not mean it was because of what you did, or maybe it was. But sometimes these things occur to remind us of when things do go well to stop and really relish them. Think about some common things that tend to be overlooked, like having enough food to eat, having hot water, having the people we care about close to us 
or getting to our destination safely. Acknowledging these types of things makes us value the positions we're in. And sometimes we need to step away from all those wonderful things that we enjoy. You know, can you imagine if you had your favorite food every day, whether it's your favorite breakfast cereal, uh, pancakes, or, or whatever it might be. If you had that every day, you would eventually get sick of it. So having those days where you're deprived of them, when you do come to have them, they, they're that much more enjoyable. And these bad days work in the same way. They balance out those good days to remind us, hey, not to get bored of them. Getting in the habit of making the day great starts with preparing for it days, weeks, and months in advance. Sometimes we find ourselves enjoying the day because of the things we did in the past. That the people who are polite to you, willing to help you, are because you did the same to them. Or having more time available to do what you want because you found ways to be more efficient by avoiding things that waste time and incorporate a schedule to help you stay on track. Simply wanting these or similar things requires you to make them happen. Yes, there are many things outside of our control that throw a wrench into what we set up for, but those are things we should not worry about or or focus on because we're unable to affect them. We might be able to minimize their impact, but largely there are things right in front of us that depend directly on our actions. Taking on this perspective gives you a greater intrigue of the future because you're more likely to reject the things that you're not happy with. Where if the day you experienced was brutal, you can set your mind to make it better going forward. Without this approach, there's a greater chance of just accepting things that occur. Where it feels like, what difference does it make what I do, so I might as well roll over and accept things. Giving into this is dangerous because it weakens that fighting spirit that we all have. And when that fight, that want is, is diminished, we are likely to become depressed. Some helpful habits to adopt are to tell the people that you care about how much you value them for being in your life. This is uplifting on both sides because it's actively acknowledging the significance of the relationship. Where it sparks a large amount of energy so we can operate with greater power. Layer that by showing how much they mean to you through your actions. If you live with them, pick up after yourself, keeping things neat and organized. If it's friends you spend time with, help out where you can instead of burning them with your problems. This reinforces the words you say that make the days and even the weeks great. One of the things that sets the tone for me is when I catch up with a friend as it's going to roll over into everything else that I do. Where if I feel down at any moment, I recall some of the fun conversations we had. Recently, I got to hang out with a friend I haven't seen in a few years. And he told me the story when he got his son a pony when he was young. And when they let him ride it, the pony started bucking. So I asked him if eventually he stopped bucking, you know, kicking and jumping. And he said no, because that pony, when he trots, he had a little bit more spring. As you walk him... He'll be fine, but as he starts gaining speed, he starts gaining a little bit more bounciness to him. And this one, he was quite rambunctious and full of energy. 
So he had a tendency to buck. And I remember, you know, he called them the devil because he was just so hard to handle. So, you know, they would uh, walk him and and eventually he wanted to run and kick. As he's telling me this, I was laughing hysterically. So recently I would recall these stories and the moments we shared. And, and this would already start to set the tone for making the day great. So that time I got to just hang out with him and 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 talk was an opportunity to create a memory that is going to benefit me in the future. There's times where, you know, I'm not feeling like doing anything and I recall those those moments and that just brings a smile to me that that changes my mood that gets me going. So when we're in that better mood we tend to handle ourselves a whole lot better than if we're feeling down. So do things that get you in a good mood, like meditation, reading, exercising, indulging in something that makes you smile or laugh, or being around uplifting people. This can significantly change your outlook and have a better chance of making the day great. Your mind and your body becomes relaxed, so you're less defensive and more receptive to being adaptable. When in that defensive state, we tend to be stiff, only willing to accept things well if they meet our expectations, so are more prone to missing simple and obvious solutions to what's being faced. Where if having a great day means if you only get to eat at your favorite restaurant, such as a certain pizza place, and you go only to find out it's closed for repairs, naturally disappointment will be experienced, but having your mind only set on a certain outcome will keep you in that state. Where the solution is to try another pizza place or another type of food. In being adaptable, we can move past a certain set of expectations to find other things that work. Where creativity is able to flow smoother so we can ride the wave that comes instead of try to fight it and making it bend to our will. In the same context of experiencing eating at your favorite pizza place only for it to be closed, being able to see what other options are available can help you satisfy your hunger and make the day even greater. Maybe you find a nearby Greek restaurant that might interest you and you have a a gyro pita wrap, or sorry, some would say, or appropriate term is a, a yiro, only for you to find out that now you have a new favorite type of food. These opportunities come because it was unexpected. You had something in mind of what you wanted, but you got something else because that certain option was not available. Being receptive to different possibilities and solutions is where you have the chance of being happily surprised. Sometimes the hard expectations that we place on ourselves makes us miss out on the things that we have not considered. These stopping points that we come across are just an opportunity to think about other ways to do things. When we can be open to to more than how things should go, we can make so many more days great. What we all have realized is the world does not revolve around each one of us individually So it is not the obligation of everyone else to make us happy. That's our responsibility to do so. 
let go of waiting for outside things to start coming together and instead make your internal world that much better. If you need external things to make you happy, such as people treating you a certain way, needing recognition, receiving a big payday, then your mood, your happiness will depend on an external outcome. It's much more empowering when you can create your own happiness because it's independent of everything else. The weather is harsh. People are in intense conflict. It won't matter how well you enjoy your day because it doesn't affect what you have control over. Now, this doesn't mean you're oblivious and not empathetic to what's going on, but it's not at the forefront of your focus that brings you down. This approach of building things from the inside makes you stronger and more sustainable to keep that level of enjoying your days. To help ensure you're doing what you can to make your day great, start by checking yourself to stay honest. And what this means is checking yourself to see if you're looking for excuses that will stop you from making the day great. Waiting for handouts or some sort of break to get you going. And asking yourself, what will you do to make the day great? This series of questions help you find out where your focus is and will give you an indication if you're willing to do your part or just hoping for things to come together. Sometimes we do not realize we are the biggest threat to ourselves because we do not see those blind spots that hold us back or we choose not to acknowledge where we're lacking because it can hurt our confidence. By checking in and being honest with ourselves, we can move past the limiting things that we think are there or might be. Things like anticipating that the day will be difficult does not mean it's going to be a disaster. Because if you think this way, it fuels panic that's going to affect you from handling your day well. In making situations bigger than they actually are, we lead ourselves to feel that way. Where the thinking already determines how well you experience future situations. This could be where you have a long day of work that needs to be completed, such as tons of homework, a bunch of household chores, a pile of work assignments, or a day full of meetings, whatever it might be, where that negative side wants to come out and say, I dread facing what's ahead. This sets up a fleeing mentality where full effort is not going to be given, so the probability of bracing for impact makes fear more prominent. And when fear is the reason for why you do anything, progress will never be made. If you find yourself thinking in this manner, find what would relieve the pressure to make it somewhat enjoyable. So even knowing you're in for a long day, throw something in there to make the in-between somewhat pleasurable, such as eating something delicious, finding something that brings a smile to your face, listening to a feel-good song, whatever it might be. This softens those expectations so you can enjoy the parts of the day. Having this check-in with ourselves makes us more accountable and better able to get ourselves back on track, especially when we're in a funk. We will all experience some level of being out of sorts, out of rhythm, and it's going to be important to recognize when it's occurring and why it is. Many times, from the first-person point of view that we operate with, we have a difficult time seeing the rut we find ourselves because it's become routine where things start to slowly taper off 
and the day-to-day slight changes hasn't been noticed yet in the short term until one day it stands out. Think about if you gain a quarter pound per day. In a week, that adds up to 1.7 pounds, and in a month, that adds up to 7 pounds. You're more likely to notice the weight gain in a month than you are in that week, and especially, you know, from day to day. The things that we do work in a similar way, where if we decline in how we handle ourselves, it's going to be noticed. But having that check-in with yourself, it tends to bring out that third-person point of view where instead of saying, what am I doing wrong? I say, Walter, what are you doing wrong? This helps to separate me from the perspective that I'm in to see it from a different viewpoint. Regularly doing this better equips us individually so we can be more receptive to the areas we're lacking in or just need to be better at. Being able to process this instead of trying to ignore what it is helps us realize how to make future days great because we can correct things instead of repeating the same mistakes as before. The more frequent you have these types of check-ins with yourself, the better chance you have at catching yourself slipping or declining in things that hold you back. By being able to correct or improve your attitude sooner, the less work needs to be done to course correct because it's less weight that needs to be handled. It will be key that any of those negative behaviors or actions do not become habits. Those things like finding excuses that prevent you from making the day great is what gives momentum to falling into those traps. So by being on the lookout for it, you can better ensure how close it is to you and finding ways to move away from it. And if you find yourself falling into these negative things, you can always expel it through reinforcing the things that empower you. Finding the focus that will bring out that energy and that passion so you can thrive is key to kicking negativity. This keeps your attention on gaining something instead of trying to avoid it. It can be much harder to try to avoid something than it is to divert your attention somewhere else. So if you're trying to become healthier and doing so by avoiding eating high fatty foods, that can be much harder to do because it's about what not to do. Saying, I can't have fried chicken. I can't have deep dish pizza. Because it gets in the way of me wanting to become healthier. When it becomes about the can't be done, the focus is about putting limitations and essentially putting limitations on ourselves. But if you replace what to avoid with what to do, it has a better chance of sticking. So it becomes about, I will eat more fruits and vegetables. If I want to eat chicken, I will have it baked. Or if I want pizza, I will have a thin crust and I'll eat at a slower pace where I give myself 10 seconds in between each bite to help me realize when I'm full. This approach helps us find alternatives to what we can do instead of what we can't. Another helpful thing to do so you can make your day great is by resetting your focus daily through some sort of quiet time where you allow your head to get clear. Maybe it's through deep breathing exercises that help you calm down, through meditation to get to a balanced state, or through reading where you can get lost in your imagination. 
These simple things helps us divert some of that intense energy so we can be ready to make the day great. Being in that constant go mode of I need to do this or I need to do that to make the day great can be exhausting. So having that time to turn it off for just a little bit helps you have that energy to keep going at it. We know that staring at our phone, the TV, or the computer for long periods of time strains our eyes and our minds experience it in a similar way where it eventually starts to bog down and is less effective when that intense focus for long periods of time is being used. Giving yourself this time takes the pressure off so you can let things be. Having this balance of downtime before you go at things makes your effort more sustainable so you're not tired trying to do it all. And when you experience those unpleasant moments, that is a great time to reset your focus so you're not overwhelmed and feel like the day was a bad one. We have to properly manage ourselves, which means our mind and our time to get in that flow state where we go about our day with more adaptability as opposed to fighting the current that we're in. Ultimately, what makes a day great comes down to initiative, where the independence that you have is utilized to go about how you see fit. That resourcefulness and the ability to take charge for yourself is the very core for why you experience the day in which you do. Not happy with how your day is going? Then you can do something about it going forward. It might not turn around right away as you intend it to, but your actions will determine how your day unfolds. And yes, certain things are out of your hands, but you always have the control of your attitude and how you choose to respond to the situation that you're in. Where unfortunate things happen, such as getting in an accident, the car breaking down, or getting sick at an inopportune time, it would be easy to question, why did this happen to me, and why now? These things happen not out of spite, trying to ruin your day, but they just happen. The easy thing would be to complain and find blame for why it occurred, but that requires very little energy to do so. If this happens, it's more likely to keep one wallowing in self-pity, craving sympathy, needing validation, and just taking things too seriously. And that eventually leads to feeling like there's no potential. While letting out the occasional time to unload what is worrisome, it does no good to stay in that state. The harder but better thing to do is to find a solution for the situation you're in. It does require more energy, but the upside is so much more greater. Knowing and operating with that free will that you have is foundational to living life on your terms. For the most part, we have been conditioned to conform and oblige with rules and consequences in place to control our behaviors. So all those times we behaved as expected, we were rewarded somehow with some sort of praise, or at least we're not punished that reinforces those behaviors others want us to follow. And if we misbehave, then we'll get punished. This then affects our behaviors once we're out on our own, because we will continue to behave according to someone else's standards, which makes it difficult to make and follow our own. This can lead to constantly looking for others to dictate how well we can enjoy our day hoping they won't mess it up for us.
the simplest things when we were kids to ask permission from our parents, our teachers, or our elders has not transitioned us effectively to to be fully who we are. So those times we were disciplined by our parents or teachers making us feel lousy for not getting good grades or peers not accepting us can make the day miserable. The more trapped in that state, the more it becomes about hoping for great days instead of realizing we can create it ourselves if we break free from looking to someone to reward us or at least not punish us. Simply aiming to behave or meeting the expectations of others is a recipe for needing their permission to enjoy ourselves. If we stop to think about things that affect how well we enjoy our day, it might include others acknowledging us in a positive manner, which is not a bad thing, but that should not be our focus, to appease others to make us feel good. Throw that out the window and create those enjoyable moments yourself that are independent from others. Exercising this responsibly helps you manage days more effectively. Let's remember to be respectful of others so we're not belligerent to them, but we no longer conform who we are just so others do not reprimand us. So come to ask yourself, what would making the day great be for you? Would it involve getting enough sleep, jumping out of bed, moving to everything with enthusiasm? Would it be enjoying your morning by having breakfast with those you most care about? Would it be knocking out all, most, or some of the things on your priority list so you know that progress that you're making? Whatever it is, the more making your day great is dependent on you, the better chance you have of enjoying it. The more you take this approach, the more great days you will have because you're making it happen instead of waiting for it. Just know that for things to turn out well, it does not have to be an all or nothing approach where those expectations that you have of the things playing out does not have to be 100% accurate. Maybe it's only 70 or 50% of what you work to, but it's better than nothing. Just because the day did not unfold exactly to what you put into it does not mean it was a bad day. Because if you see it in this way, you're going to miss out on all the great things because you're too busy looking for all the bad and this is going to lead to more bad days. This viewpoint will default you to have more of them leading to be more tense. We will all have bad days and that's just a part of the cycle that we go through. Even when you make every effort for the day to be great, it may not feel that way, but eventually it will. Don't be fooled that the things you did will not make a difference because they will. This is an opportunity to strengthen that discipline that you've developed where you can delay gratification for later on. This brings you greater patience and consistency in how you handle yourself. Be the dictator of how well you enjoy the days which forms your life and not let others dictate that for you. Make the day great instead of having one. It's entirely up to you. Well, it's time to wrap up this podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It has a lot of really cool self-development features to help empower you so you can live to thrive. All right. 
Until next time.